booed up, Nashville. Get booed up, man. Today is National Love Day, man. The Black Man Ventu Podcast. We are here again. Another week, another episode. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Super excited to be with you guys again on National Love Day. My day, my name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Jumbo. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. Man, it's a great day today. It's a little overcast in the in the weather today, but at the end of the day, it's not an overcast over all the lovers, man. So all the lovers out there, man, enjoy this day with the one you love, the one you trying to love, and the one that you hope to love in the future, man. Get all that together because the day is for all of that to come together in one package called Valentine's Day. So we thank you for your listenership. Man, keep on listening to us. Keep on rocking with us, man. And you're going to like this episode today because it is another twist for our listeners to uh, get involved with our community, man. And it's another brother that's doing some great things in the community, so check him out. Yeah, man, great episode we got for you guys on today, man. Uh, The Fab Foundation, man. Uh, Great, great news we got uh, behind the Fab Foundation. You will learn the who, what, when, where and why that is involved with the Fab Foundation, man, a great organization that's trying to do uh, do, do positive things in Nashville, man. And you know with Black Men Vent 2, we support anything that's black and anything that's positive. After this sponsorship segment break, man, we'll get right into it again. Uh, find some time, man, to, to sit with your boo and, and listen to Black Men Vent 2. Yeah, that rhyme. Yeah, no? yeah, I like that, man, and that's <laughs> a good thing to do. Sit with your boo and listen to us, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Look, look, man. We we ain't ain't no rappers, no no rappers on this side of on this side of this mic, man. But hey, again, we thank you guys, man, for joining us, man. Great episode on today. Shout out to uh, the Fab Foundation and John Cheryl. That is our guest that we have on today. Let's get into this episode after the sponsorship segment break. We'll get right into it, man. National Love Day. Listen to Black Man Vent Two with you and your boo. Have you heard a Black Man Vent today? Yeah, Nashville. Well, it's my turn. You know, he's always leading guests in. I'm going to give y'all a little, little inside scoop of what goes on with that, man. A lot of times he introduces people because he uh, there's some people that he's brought on, you know, some people that he's made contact with. And then a lot of times you'll hear me do an intro and it might be somebody I brought on. Well, I know you ain't heard me in a while. You know what I, why that is, though? Because I can't get no old school brothers, man, to come on here and talk, man. So I had to talk to them young cats, man. But I'm cool with it. That's what. That's how we do it, man. But this morning, on uh, 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 Tuesday, uh, Valentine's Day, guess what I got? I got an old school dog with me, man. It make me feel like we in the house, man. You know what I'm saying? I got one of my partners, man, one of my friends. Well, just a family friend, good, good brother. Uh, doing uh, some great things in the community now. He's really uh, trying to peg into something 
that really a lot of people don't pay attention to, but he's brought notice to it and has brought some uh, passion to his heart. So I'm going to introduce the song and present to others. My friend, my good brother, uh, UGA uh, fan club, John Sherrill. How you doing this morning, my brother? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? How's everybody doing today? Man, it's all good, man. I'm, I'm glad to have you, man. And again, it's just good to have an old school flavor, man. Yeah, yeah, I look, yeah. I look at you, man. I see some grays in your oh, face yes, and all that, man. Yes, that make me feel, that make me feel comfortable, man. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, so I'm just glad to have you, man. But most of all, I'm glad to have you come on, man, and, and talk about what you're trying to do in our community, man, and something that you saw, you saw a need, man, and you're trying to address it, man. So I just want you to kind of give our audience, man, a little insight on that. Give our audience a little bit of insight on who you are and just what you're trying to go with your uh, with your vision, man. Hey, y'all, like I said, man, I appreciate y'all letting me come on today, man. It's, it, it, it is Valentine's Day, man, and you know, I'm like everybody else. You gotta go home to the wife. You gotta make sure, <laughs> you know, even though you've been married for 20 something years, on now, man, come on now. you know, you still gotta try and, hey, make make her feel special. Yeah, so, yeah. So we go, I had to make sure we get this in, man. And, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. But uh, like I said, man, I'm just a, you know, old, old young guy from um, uh, Preston Taylor, man. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. Um, old Preston Taylor. Oh, oh, yeah, the old Preston yeah. Taylor, man. Yeah, not that new stuff. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Um, my name is John Sherrill, man, and um, I'm, I'm 48 years old. Uh, you know, I'm the baby of five. Um, you know, we come out of Preston Taylor, man. You know, it was, it was... It was it was that life, it was that life um, that uh, we not all happy about, but we made it. Yes, sir. You know we made it. We made it out of that thing. It was a little rough, but um, by grace of God, we made it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, you know we're coming up and, and you know just trying to do the things that um, you are expected to do as a young black man. A lot of times we don't that expectation um, leaves because of the body. A lot of people expect us to, you know, be in the streets forever, die at an early age, go to jail for, you know, all our life. But some of us beat the odds. Mm, mm. And man, uh, uh, I'm the I'm uh, quote says a million didn't make it. But I was the one that did. So, you know, I thank God every day for that. Man, you know, I'm Doing the best I can, man. Raising a family, yep. you know. Have a wife, man. My lovely wife is Franchetta. Sure, uh, my daughter's Leon. I have one, but I have a million and one uh, God children. Yeah. Reason why I have God children because I always said in my mind, coming up without a father, it wasn't hard to be a father because all you needed was just time. Mm. It wasn't a lot of money that was needed to raise kids. It was the fact that you just spend a little time. So I said, when I get older, I'm going to be people's fathers that don't have fathers. Because all I needed was somebody just to be around, you know, to tell me it's okay. To tell me, hey, listen, you know, life is going to get a little rough for you, but I'm right here for you. I'm right here with you. And um, so that's why I say I got to meet them with God, kids, because I do. I have a lot of them, man. And they all look up and to say that. It's, it's been good to have you there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I promised myself when the first God child told me that I appreciate you. It's good to have you there. And it didn't cost me anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I said, hey, 
there's no reason for me not to do that for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even my job. Right. So, but, but they are, they, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of my thing of growing up, man, and just trying to be a respectful man. Yeah. yeah. And, and first of all, you know, hey, I, I had to go get some help in my life. Oh, come on, man. Talk I had to go get some real help in my that, life man. coming yeah. up. It was rough in present daily. Mm-hmm. It was rough. Mm-hmm. Without a father there. Mama, single, you know, single parent of five, mm-hmm. trying to make it. You had to go get some help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found out that help when I was 13. Wow. 13, I had to go find God. Yeah, man. Now, my mama told me to take the shit and go. Yeah. And I always wondered, Mama, why? You send me to church, why you don't go? Mm-hmm. Baby, I need you to go. Because mm-hmm. all I remember her saying, I need you to go. Mm-hmm. So when I went and I found that man, the help came. Mm. That was all the help that I needed. Come on, man. That was all the help that I needed. Come on, man. From that point, you know, I've, I've learned to walk a certain way, talk a certain way, you know, uh, have focus for something to live for. Yeah. Because when you start getting to know who God is, you, you start getting a vision of what you want to do in life. Yeah, man. So he, he'll give you something. Mm-hmm. Or he'll surround you with people that will let you know it's okay to be this. Mm. Even though mm-hmm. you don't know how to get there, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So that's what I did, man. Coming up, man, and um, I stayed on that path. When a lot of my friends did, a lot of my friends did, and a lot of them didn't make it, but I did. Yeah, so, I did. Definitely, man. I just enjoy, man. That that rundown you gave, Yes. Let's get into that conversation, man. What is foundation, man? Let's talk about the audience. That foundation, man, is about based on family. Um, I've always been a family man. I always knew that being with family always made me feel better. No matter how much we argue, fight, being with family makes you feel better. You know, so it's only natural that you say. Family's always better. Yeah. Yeah. Family's always better. It always is. Every time you with your family, you have a good time. It don't matter if you see your family. You ain't seen your family in years. But when you see them, Christmas, or a birthday party, a graduation, or anything, man, when you with your family, you feel good. Eat good. <laughs> Everybody having a good time. You know. Yeah. And, and you walk away with a smile. Yeah. Yeah. Family union come around, oh, that's the best time. Yeah. Because family's there. Yeah, man. You ain't seen family a long time. And I sit back and I talk, man, family, it's always good to have family. So, you know, family always better. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, how it is, what the mission really is. But <laughs> I was, okay, how, how the Fab Founders came about it is I was, um, I was sick with COVID. I was sick with COVID, real sick. Um, the end of 21, going into 22. What was it? No, the end of 21. Uh, I was real sick with COVID, and I was real bad off. Um, and, man, I, I couldn't uh, really find my way out of that COVID thing. I was in it for about a month. And um, my wife, man, and my daughter, despite the fact that you ain't supposed to be around nobody, when you got COVID, 
my wife and daughter never left my side. So it's, uh, you know, they stayed right there. And I, man, I thank God every day for my wife. My wife is a soldier when it comes down to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, she's a real soldier. So I thank God every day. But knowing that is that when you got that family with you every step of the way, mm-hmm. man, it's, it's, it's nothing but, but good understanding. It's nothing but love. Mm-hmm. So when I was on the sick bed, real sick, I said, Lord, look here. If, um, this is it. You got to take it. Because I can't be in this pain looking at my family, looking at me in pain. I can't do that. Either go on and take me and let them get on with life. And and, and I'm okay. I know you. I got the relationship with you. Yes, sir. So I'm okay with that. I know you're going to help them. Because that's what family does. So... Man, I, I was thinking, I was like, Lord, if I get through this COVID thing, I got to do something to leave a legacy. What is it that I'm going to do to leave a legacy? If I leave right now, they'll say, oh, yeah, John was good. Oh, he was good guy. We know him, but he's a good guy. And, and that's all they're going to say. Oh, oh, yeah, he rode motorcycles and he played <laughs> golf and, you know, he went to church all the time. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's always that good guy. But what else? So I said, Lord, give me what you have me to do. And that's how um, the idea came. You have to do something to make people understand how important family. Family always does. Franchetta, Antoine. Wow. I like that too. Yeah, I like that. Family is always better. Francesca, and Francesca, Francesca, Antoine. Yeah, I like that. Gotta get it. Yeah, that that that's got to roll, man. That's got to roll. Yeah, it's it's a family foundation. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So, and this foundation is basically saying that, man, listen, we have to teach the community how to be. Sometimes, man, we got family that just, they say, oh, you really, but really ain't family. I need them young folks to get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Family. family. Yeah. I need you to stay being family. I need to teach them how, don't get away from being family. No matter how much we mad at each other, whatever, don't, don't never get away from each other. Family is all you got. Family is all you got. So you need to love on the family that you have. Uh, nah, man, not one, one big question that I got for you. Naturally, with your family, Love. There you go. The love is 
universe. Sometimes loving people close to you make you want to call them what? Family. <laughs> you hear people say it all the time. Family, they not blood family, but they, they call them family. Because yeah, they feel the love. That's I, my get family. I get it. I get it. If I show you the love that I have for you, you'll start calling me family. I mentioned it being subjective, man, because everybody doesn't have that model that you True. True. And that's what he's trying, that's what he's saying his foundation is about. We're going to show you that. Yeah, we're going to have some programs and stuff in place, man, to help you achieve that, that whatever your model looks like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is that the family is going to show you is that even if we ain't the same color, even if we ain't the same color. The definition would be loving on a person that loving you. That you can basically say, that's family. If somebody raised me and not even my fam- not even my biological family, uh, like my God, you know, they love me unconditionally. Like I love them unconditionally. They say daddy. They don't say God that. They say that. That's up under the family umbrella. Yeah, man. So it's the, the the true definition is love. If I love you enough to know or to show you that it's okay to be who you are, you will love me back. Then you go start saying, "Hey, leave them alone. That's my family right there. <laughs> That's my family right there. That's family." Yeah. We 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 sitting up here. Together because yeah. we call each other. You know family. what? That's a, that's exactly right. When I see you, exactly right. You family. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, man, you family. <laughs> it's so true. So, that so true. that's one of the things, man, that I really uh, uh, want to be grounded this this um, foundation about is because when you see the Fab Foundation, you go know it's all love. That dude is about family. That foundation is about family because I'm trying to create something that's going to keep families together. Mm-hmm. Everything we're doing has to surround veterans the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know what? And I can see, when you see, a lot of times people say, God this and God that. But what people have to understand is this. If God gives you something, and you want to say you're trying to attribute what you're uh, presenting as something that God gave you, it's got to line up with Scripture. Some kind of way it should line up with Scripture. What you saying lines of the scripture from the so fact, God ordained family is basically the first ministry. When Adam and Eve made, made their mistake, they, they committed the ultimate. That's one what we call the original sin in some theological circles. The original sin, after that, they got kicked out. But guess what he told them to do? Be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. So what is that? that is. What is that? There you go. That's the first ministry, that's, man. Hey, man. I, I, you know, even though I've been called to a level of ministry, I have not forgotten my first ministry. That's my family, man. And they know if they would be truthful that I would sacrifice anything for them, man. They know that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm seeing you doing that through, not only through your family, your biological family, but you're trying to extend that and show other people how to do it. Because like Johnson said, everybody does not have that model, man. And just another thing, too. Everybody thinks they have to be like, like everything has to be mother, father, mm-hmm. children. 
No, it might be uh just children and aunties. That's right. You know, a grandmama and nephew. You know what I'm saying? Something like you know what I'm saying. It might be to that extent, but whatever the family structure looks like, that's what holds everything together, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's your support system too, a lot of times. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want folks, man, to miss miss the message, man, behind your foundation of John. So I just want to run down your services, man, and just as I get done with it, man, you can kind of explain it as we get ready to wrap up, man, for our second segment. But uh, again, Nashville, the FAS Foundation, man, a community resource organization led by CEO himself, John Sherry. Uh, one of the three services that I'm sitting here reading off is uh, partnering with nursing homes for the elderly and disabled, providing resources for food, transportation, doctor's visits, and to the farm. Yeah. One of the next ones, uh, next services offered by these guys is uh, partnering with schools pre-K through fifth grade with before and after school snacks and clothing for the children. Mm-hmm. And lastly, partnering with mental health counseling Ooh. to provide specific help for those who might suffer from depression and anxiety. John, if you don't mind, let me highlight those, those three services. Man. What, what, what in those three services are you really trying to get out of it's so much wrapped up in that man that um, I see in our community that we need help with. Um, there's a lot of people say, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people say that they are giving help to our community for these services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They always say, hey, we give it to 37208, we give it to 37209. We give them three seventeen, three seventeen, but nobody kind of sees where it is. Mm-hmm. The people in the community don't see. It. Mm-hmm. They all say on paper, "Oh yeah, we give it. Oh yeah, we put this in place, we put that in place," but nobody's actually seeing where the money and the uh, uh, resources are going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this organization that uh, we founded, man. Uh, to those things right there that those are the three things that are crippling. Say that. Say that. So somebody got to be on the ground. Yeah. yeah. You know, somebody, everybody want to help. But do they know how to help? You can go in the community and say, oh, Lord, this community is dying. Well, we start first. Well, you ask somebody on the ground mm-hmm. to say, hey, man, what, what, can, I, what can I help? You can help by talking to the people. Mm-hmm. Talking to the people who probably need it the most. Mm-hmm. People tend to forget about the elderly. Lord have mercy. Yes. You, you know, we got elderly in nursing, uh, assisted living homes and nursing homes. Uh, man, I live on Deer Creek, which is right across the street from the golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an assisted living home on the side of me, right behind me, on the other side of me, that, uh, uh, that I feel. Um, and when I walk into these facilities, there are people, elderly people there, that just want somebody to come and just say hi to me. I told you right. Just won't wish somebody would come and play things with them. Just wish somebody would come and just give them a little something to make them show them some love. So my program does this. Every uh, month, I have two facilities that we deal with, um, assisted living homes. And 
what we do when we try and hang out with them, we play bingo with them, we play, uh, 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 you know, music for them. We just kind of give them a little night of fun you know, so they can just have just a, a, a few minutes of laughter mm. and show that somebody loves them. Yeah, man. So, you know, we do that for the elderly, um, for the kids from K, pre-K. We uh, team up with an uh, organization called Preston Taylor Ministry. They do before care and after care. Um, myself, um, I have a good brother, Bill McGowan, who's over there. And they, we, we're teaming up to help these kids. You know, there are people out there that's willing to help you if you say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you say yes. Um, a lot of times, the kids don't have a clue that the opportunity and resource for them. Mm. Well, we come in and say, hey, we know all kids don't eat every day. We know they come to school, some of them, you know, just don't have it. Uh, what we're trying to do is get into these schools. First of all, you got to give the kids something to make them want to come to school. Okay? Kids can't learn home. Thank you. They, they can't learn uh, coming to school being bullied and picked on because of the clothes or the clothes they don't have. So, a lot of times we notice the school only feed the kids. And the kids, sometimes that's the only meal they get. We know that. So, what we're trying to do is put in place a program where these kids will have something after school. Some food after school, some food before school. If these kids need rain coats or boots or or just, you know, some of the teachers might say, hey, you know, we got two kids in the classroom that, you know, you know, we don't talk to their parents. They really don't have big coats when it's getting cold. But we can come in. I have people on standby that's willing to give to the foundation to say, hey, man, listen, like what you're doing. Here's some donations to help out with that. That's what these donations go to. Okay, we're going to help these kids one way or another. When these kids feel like they're being loved, Oh, they'll, they'll go to school. They'll go to school and they'll appreciate it too. Here's a tell you. Oh, this is the best thing I ever had. <laughs> oh, this is a nice coat. Thank you. This is the best coat I ever had. And, and they don't, you know, they don't understand what they're going through is really bad. All they just know is somebody show me some love. If that teacher's showing you some love, they're going to come, they're going to respect that teacher. You know, if your next door neighbor's showing you some love, it keeps you out of trouble. You're going to respect that neighbor just differently. You know? So these, this is what these kids do. So we're looking at that issue also. And when it comes down to this mental health thing, Lord Jesus, <laughs> we just found out. But think about this, though. This has been going on for years. It's been going on for years, dude. Yeah. Years, man. Yeah. The black man has been suffering with depression and didn't even know Excited and didn't even know it. You know what they told us? That, oh, he's just a drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just on drugs. Yeah. Oh, he crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, we've we seen the people in the project. Oh, cra- we call them crazy. But you know what they were dealing with? Mm-hmm. Depression. Mm-hmm. Them cats was mental health problems. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what it was. Nobody told them. Yes. So what they yeah. did was they just act out. Self-medicate. Self-medicate. They dealt with it how they thought they could deal with what somebody else talked to. Now we know what it is. Now it's time for us to get 
learning. We know the knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for us to get yourself out. Yes, sir. We've got to get yourself out. Yes, we sir. can we can tell you now, hey bro, you you ain't been to the doctor yet. Have you I'm depressed, man? You sound a little depressed. Mm-hmm. You're drinking a little bit excessively. Mm-hmm. You got a, I know you got a lot of problems, man. I know the kids driving you crazy. I know you don't have a job. I know your mama's sick. I know your wife getting on your nerves. Hey man, you need to sit down for Let's talk. Because it sounds like you got anxiety. And I need to get you some help before you start doing something that you don't normally do. A lot of them are jumping to marijuana. They think if I stay high, at least these problems will go away for us. That's not it. Anxiety ain't going away because of marijuana. Depression ain't going to go away because of drugs and alcohol. It's not going. When you get high, you come down, it's still there. So that's the things that we're trying to, man, do in this community. We've got to get our people help. And now that black men are starting to accept it. Yes. At first, they went, you ain't, I ain't crazy. Yeah. You ain't going to talk to that no doctor, you know, to make me sound like I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I just may need a little help. Of understanding why I'm this way, why I'm that way, why I'm sleeping all the time, mm-hmm. why I feel like, man, I can't get a break. Mm-hmm. So, those are the things that we're trying to be a resource organization, man, that you can reach out and say, hey, man, look, I, man, I need to talk to somebody, man, because I, I can't shake this thing. And it's okay to call up. That's what that number is for. Man, hey, if you in the middle of a crisis, man, and you feel like, man, you can't talk to nobody, hey, this number's right here. That's what it's there for. So <clears throat> we're doing all we can, man, to make sure that it, at least we're playing our part. Yeah. We can't say we save it every Yeah, yeah. But everybody in this community can do something. That's right. That's I'm so. going to do my part. God gave me the vision to do it. Mm-hmm. He said, you're always helping anyway. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to give you this vision. And if you follow up on it, you are going to do right. Uh, you are going to do what needs to be done. Lord knows I'm not doing this for no shape, form, or fashion. Lord knows I'm not doing this for no money. I've been on my job 21 years. My wife works. My daughter works. So there's no money that we'll never take. We'll get in a profit. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called a non-profit organization. Right, right, right. Because it's coming from the heart. Yes. And yes. I feel like if it's coming from the heart, it's going to reach these three individual places. So that's what we ought to do, man. And, and, and if God can help me, God be on my side, we'll make it work. Don't miss the message, y'all. When you came to John said, man, this is a great foundation. Yeah. Um, that yeah. number, man, uh, we'll make sure that we put it in our captions everywhere that we post the next episode. 
all the days. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville, to all of our listeners, all of our continued listeners to this Black Man Ventu podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you for your continued listenership. And I also want to say happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers, all the wannabe lovers, and all the future lovers. Happy Valentine's Day. And also, this is Black History Month, and we celebrate lovers. But not only that, we celebrate the fact that we love our people, and I'm a lover of black people. So with that being said, I want us to recognize somebody that we probably know, but a good fun fact about this person that we did probably did not know. And I want to introduce this brother by giving you his name. His unprofessional name was Nathaniel Adams Cole. He was born in March 17, 1919. He passed away on February 15, 1965. His professional name was Nat King Cole. Nat King, Nat King Cole was one of our greatest entertainers, one of our greatest singers. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's received several awards during his career. He was a Golden Globe Award winner. He was a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Sammy Khan, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award winner. He's also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the National Rhythm and Blues. Hall of Fame, but this is the fun fact that we probably did not know about this brother. He was the first black American to host a nationally broadcast television show on NBC called The Nat King Cole Show. This show ran from 1956 to 1957. Yeah, let me say that again. He was the first black American to host a nationally broadcast television show called the Nat King Cole Show on NBC from 1956 to 1957. That's a quick fun fact about Nat King Cole that we probably didn't know. And he also was a national uh, civil rights activist. He was an activist for our people. So again, another fun fact about a brother called Nat King Cole that we probably didn't know. And man, I remember Nat King Cole back in the day when I learned something about him. And the first thing I thought about was this was a good looking brother that could sing. But there's always more to the picture than what we think when we dig. So let me let me charge our people to dig more into our history and find out that there's more to us than the natural eye can see. Have a great rest of the day. Enjoy your Valentine and love on your people. John Sherrill is with us, man. He is the CEO, again, of the Fab Foundation, man. A great nonprofit that is spreading their way yes. throughout Nashville. Make sure you guys reach out to them and contact them with the content information that we will have posted in today's episode. Let's get into it, man. Um, naturally, you guys know us, uh, again, man, 80-plus episodes in. We always pose the question of uh, what would you like to vent about 
today on Black Man Day 2. I think John did a great job of thinking about camp. Oh, man. You guys were able to tune in to that first segment. You were able to hear his vent behind the importance of rebuilding the family structure, mm-hmm. the culture uh, of, of black people, man, and who we are and what we do. Mm-hmm. So I just love that, man. Uh, naturally, you know, family, as uh, John was uh, alluding to, man, who, who doesn't love a good cousin? What your what your what your uncle say? Family first. Family first. Family yeah, first, man. Who doesn't love it, man? You linking up with all your cousins, and y'all talking about God knows what. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it just just happens. That mm-hmm. I appreciate John for man to try to reconstruct that for these kids, man. They may not have had that growing up, but need that influence again from the Fab Foundation, man. Let's get into a little bit of venting, man, behind uh, where John has came from and where he's heading to. But John, man, one of the open questions I got into this leading segment is: you mentioned in our first segment that Dad was not around, um, if you will. And my question to you is: can you think of a situation, man? Think of that, John Cheryl during those pressure paper days, man, getting up every day, getting ready for high school, getting ready for the day, kind of going through the motions, man. Was, was there ever a time where you wish dad was around and he was not there, man? Can you think about that? Man, uh, man, there were so many times that uh, you really wishing that dad was there. Man, I can tell you some of the things that... Uh, I wanted that dad advice about girls. You know, I had to learn that from my brother. Um, you know, mama raised us as good children and did the best she could. Loved us with five of us. And she can only do what good mothers can do. Um, but trying to tell a young man how to treat girls, how to respect women uh, is something that dad has to tell you because you're going to hear it from mom you better treat a girl right you're supposed to treat a girl like this and it don't really register because that's a woman she's going to tell you how to treat a woman because mm-hmm. she's a woman mm-hmm. but when a man tell you listen this is how you impress a woman by treating her right mm-hmm. I didn't get it get it on my own so that's an instance that I really needed dad around and he wasn't um, to learn how to tie a tie a lot of kids don't know how to tie ties I didn't know how to tie a tie my mama didn't know how to tie a tie I learned how to tie a tie when I went to church when I started going to church I would never put on a shirt and tie because I didn't have anybody to teach me how to tie a But when I went to church, there was some deacons there. Mm-hmm. And at my church, uh, you know, at uh, Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church back in the day, you know, we had a little short preacher. So, uh, James Cook. And man, you know, you walk in that church and he'll ask you a question. Hey, come here, young boy. Where your tie at? You got a tie? Yes, sir. You know how to tie a tie? No, sir. No, he asked me, do you have a tie? No, sir. You don't? Come here. Go in that back and that study. Mm-hmm. Next time you come to church, you have this tie on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your daddy ain't never teach you how to tie a tie? Nope. Mm-hmm. That ain't there. 
Because I tell you what, I'm gonna give you this tie, and I'm gonna teach you how to tie this tie. When you come to church, you had a tie on. I learned how to tie a tie from that. But it was those instances when you really need dad around to just say it's okay to be a, 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 a male figure and have compassion. It's okay to cry when you're a boy. It's okay. The outside is going to tell you you ain't supposed to cry. You know, you're a boy. Suck it up. You, you're a man. You, you, you ain't supposed to cry. You ain't supposed to have emotions like that. I wish my dad was there to say, it's okay to do that. You still going to be a man. Even if you're crying, you still going to be a man. Men have to cry. And it's okay to cry. You're going to get past that point. And that's one of the things that now I try my best to be a father figure to no matter who kid it is. You can have your dad at home. You can learn something from me if you come to mind. You will learn respect because that's what I wish daddy was there for. To show the leadership that a man's supposed to have in the household. You know, people go respect mama because mama's mama. But that's the, if that's the only figure that you have as a parent there, you know, it's, you know, it's one thing that, yeah, that's mama. Yeah, mama, okay, baby. I got you. I know because it's mama. But there's no daddy there to support you. Yeah, you go take this trash out. You, 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 you go do that work first. You know, so, and you go learn how to be a man in a household. A lot of times, man, um, there was confusion of the road when you coming up without a dad in the house. What, what role am I supposed to play? Who, who do I see that says, this is how a man supposed to be in a household with a woman? I, I, I didn't get that. Did I'm not a good daddy. I, I can say that. I didn't have a daddy figure to watch. So, coming up, you have to learn on your own. It's not going to be so clear to be a good father when you don't have the father there. When you're growing up, you have to do what you can as you think you can. Let them know I'm doing the best I can. If I just had a dad there to just tell me, man, you're not always going to get it right. So stop thinking that you're going to get it right being a man of the house. You're not going to get it right. Don't worry about it. Mama going to tell you it is. But I wish that, that, because I think that would have changed the effect of how I grew up. Even though I think I did pretty good for myself. Mama did good. My, Shout out to mom. Mama. Mama May. Three episodes this month. You third got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all end up being okay. Yeah. Shout out to them single moms, Shout man. Them single, single moms did the best they could. I respect her. That's why I love my mama. My mom lives with me right now. I'm not going to let my mom uh, better days be struggling. That's one thing that I know for a fact. My mama raised me. My mama raised my, me and my brother and my three sisters the best she could with what she had. 
Mama had mental breakdowns, you know. Mama, mama uh, went without so we can have. The struggles is real. The struggles is real, no matter man. if it was a father mm. there or not. The struggles is there. Yeah. You had to see that. So I tell my mom now, baby, your days right now with us, it'll be good days. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can live. I can respect no that. I can respect I'm taking you the A. It don't matter. So that's the reason why I, I, you know, he wasn't there. But then again, sometimes I don't know what life would have been like if he was there. But I'm not regretting anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How we came up. Yeah, man. Because I got to meet people mm-hmm. along the way have helped me be the man I am. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you learn for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you have friends that got their dads in their life. Yes, sir. And you just wish, you like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. I wish my dad came to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the parent conference. I wish my dad took us swimming at the lake. I wish my dad <laughs> took us uh, baseball to the baseball game. It sounds very well. It's those moments, though, John, that you have been the teammates. Frame that you have Yes. I, I need people that I really hear me when I say that. Mental health and the issues that are that's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not a project. Mm-hmm. It's not that first. It's not that first. Children are a sponge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are absorbing everything that is in the Because all senses are fired and they're happening. The sense of smell, touch, seeing, feeling, and all of that, man. The most important years I feel like, man, in a child's life are from zero to about four or five. Mm-hmm. Formative years. Because mm-hmm. those the are formative, the formative years. years. Mm-hmm. They are really, really molding into whatever that reality is your child to be You gotta have control of that, man. Yes. You gotta yes. know that, that Brianna, yeah. you couldn't have her around everybody, anybody, doing anything or everything. If you kill, there you go. 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 So that, that leads into my, my next question, man. Um, naturally, your father was not there. Now that you are the father, yes, you are. Talk to me, man, about when you laid your eyes on Brianna the first time, man. It's just, it's just what, what, what came in you, man, energy-wise, and just emotionally, to know that I have to play a role that I I cried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand. I understand, man. I understand, brother. It ain't, it ain't easy, man. Yeah. that she was born and I cried because I was I didn't know You don't, you don't, 
jump into it. Oh man, I I, I got this. It's, it's my baby. I, no man, I cried because I was happy that she was here. But then, man, I was like, man, how, how, how take care of this baby? <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I don't know how. To, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't get no tutorial of saying, okay, when the baby get here, you know, the first thing the father needs to do is Mm that. I didn't didn't see that. Nobody taught me that. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, I I knew she was going to be a special man um, because she was um, premium. And uh, I was like, man, okay. I thank God you you, you telling me I'm gonna give you a, a chance to get some knowledge because she, she can't come home. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna need you to go find mm-hmm. the knowledge of what you're gonna do. Well, the whole time she was pregnant, you know, I'm, I'm seeking knowledge too. Yeah. Okay, man. Like I don't know really what to do, but I'm not really gonna want to tell nobody. I don't know who. Right, right. Because you know when you start doing that, you start thinking. I'm a man. I got a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. And, and you ain't listening to the old heads. You listen to the cats that mean, you know, oh, you got a baby. Oh, shit, you good. Mm-hmm. But the old heads tell you, hey, young man, you're going to grow up real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to grow up real fast. So again, when, again, if you kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when they was telling me that, I'm like, okay, okay. But when I seen them, everything changed. Everything changed. I start being protective. I, I stopped taking chances. You know, I'm listening to mama even more now. At first, I wasn't listening to mama. I wasn't, you know, okay, mama got you. But when she got here, my whole world changed. And when she looked up at me like, okay, dad, here. Now what you gonna do? <laughs> that stuck with me so bad. And I had... You know, um, I, I, I sit there and I, I thought, I said, okay, Lord, mm-hmm. I had to go and pray. I learned, <laughs> learned starting to pray a little harder. <laughs> Lord, I, you know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you better send me some help. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So from that point on, I knew my world was going to change. I had to change because now I have somebody that I'm responsible for. I'm responsible for her. Now, man, you know, you start thinking, man, I'm going to do everything I can to protect my daughter, protect my family. Now, I have the real whole word of family. Not only I got my, you know what I'm saying, I got my, my, my siblings and mama, um, now I got my own little family. So I said, I always said, whoever I have... <laughs> Whoever I have a baby by it is who I'm married. Because this 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 is this is what it's gonna be. This is what family goes to And actually as I turned out good. So I kept that promise to myself. Um and I was so determined not to be what my dad was in my I was determined. I gotta be a better father. I just don't want to be a daddy. Just because I got a child out there somewhere. I got to be the best father I can be. 
So now I'm being, trying to be the best father. No knowledge, you know, confused, stressed out. You don't want her to bump her head. You don't want her to do this. You scared she ain't getting enough sleep. You know, we, you and the mama arguing. Oh, Lord, who's going to get the baby tonight? So now, you're trying your best. I'm the man now, so I can't be arguing about it. It's like, so, you know, with that alone, man, uh, being a new father is very stressful. And I don't think uh, enough young brothers out there know that there is help for that. There is help for that. If you take the time out to tell somebody, man, I don't really know how to be a father, man. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm just doing this. It's okay. Look at somebody a little bit older, man, who done had a couple of kids, and they can tell you, hey, man, listen, it's okay not to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay not mm-hmm. to Be okay with that. Yeah. You ain't got to know all the answers. Thank you. Thank you don't have to have all the answers. Thank you don't have to have all the money in the world. Oh, you don't have to have oh, your kids ain't got to have the latest stuff on. You know, you don't have to have all that to be a real father. You know what you gotta have? That word you mentioned in the first half. Remember love. That's gonna that's gonna see you through, man. Love is gonna see you through, man. If you if you if you're sincere yes, about sir. being a father, yes, sir. love is gonna see you through, man. Yes, sir. Because you're gonna do everything you can to make sure that child has got everything he needs. And you're gonna be there to do everything you can. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Because even me having a father. And, the, you know, and I say that to anybody who's blessed like I was to have a father and a mother and a good father and mother, cherish that. Please cherish that. Because mm-hmm. my mother and dad is gone on to glory. Mm-hmm. And I can say that with confidence because they walk with Christ in front of me. So I know that to be true. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're gone now, I cherish everything they taught me. I cherish the memories. And I tell anybody that if you have father and mother, Cherish that. If you don't have a one of them, cherish that. Cherish what you have, man, because one day they will might be gone. They Mm -hmm. might leave you. And whatever they are teaching you right now, you're going to have to live on that, man. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, man, so being a father, too, is like this, man. Every child is different. Mm -hmm. So every experience is going to be different. Mm -hmm. But the generalities, you can learn that from somebody that's been there and done that. Like you said, it's best yeah. to get that from somebody that you see that's proven yes. that they've tried to do the best they could and look like it's doing okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You might want to check with them. Yes. Even if it looked one way and they tell you what it ain't what it look like. <laughs> Even if they tell you that, <laughs> you want to get that that's information, true. man. That's you know true. what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, you and want that. that it's all good, man. man. I don't
make sure, man, that this girl, this boy, is the best version of him or her that they can be. Yes, right. That is how you share it. some your shit. So if it is guys out here, Lord knows, it's guys out here that don't get to see their kids when they are fighting. Yes. Every day. Yes. They're not seeing the weakness in Christmas. They're not seeing their kids the same kids. But yet you mad and want to hear them get their child out the way because they want to smoke you chicken nuggets, man. Yeah. Yes, that's hard, man. Ain't it hard? That's hard. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys out here, man, they're about to damn child of 12 people. Yeah. You know, they yeah. Just, just for the time. In a heartbeat. Just yeah. for the time. Just yeah. be you know that way. Because you don't get that. You know yes. what? And, yeah, we, and he's so right, man, because think about this. And we ain't got much time left, but I want to hit on this too. It's sad, too, man, that we live in a society that when a man wants to be in his child's life, the court system and the system will make him fight tooth and nail to be there. But right. you got this old deadbeat daddy that don't right. give a care. They won't. They won't even hardly do nothing to him. They won't do nothing. Won't even hardly make him pay child support. They won't. But that one that's trying to do, they want to put it. The one that's trying to be in the child life, yes. they want to put yes. him in jail, yes. back child support, this, that, third. And he trying. How you gonna pay some child support in jail? What 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 kind of system is that? How you but somebody he can't pay child support, so we're gonna put him away for three months. But he ain't gonna never catch up. No, you know what I'm no. saying? How you gonna take the man's license? Come on now. Where he yeah. can go try and provide for the boy. Exactly. Exactly. Just because that, that yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair, no, man. man. And I, so I, really this, I, I was so, when that, you care. When that, you yeah, care. when you like care. When you when care. You yeah, man. This mm-hmm. system man, it, 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 it's it's yeah. a whack system, man. It's a whack system. But I'm gonna say this though. You fathers out there that are fighting this battle, what we talking about, Keep don't stop fighting. Though. Fighting. Don't stop fighting it, man. Keep don't fighting. stop fighting because one way or another, your child gonna know that you was fighting for them. Yes, it, because this what this what the Bible said. What's said in the dark will come to the light. So it'll come to the light that oh, yeah. you was fighting, man. Keep. It'll come to the light. And this is another thing, too. The truth shall set you free. Yes, sir. The truth is gonna always come out. Yes, sir. You can you can lie and lie and lie. But guess what? You'll forget a lie. Mm-hmm. You can't forget the truth. That's you true. can tell the truth a hundred times because you're telling the same story. But <laughs> yeah. you tell a lie, you got, wait a minute, what, what did I say this time? Mm-hmm. Then you get down to that 50th time and you <laughs> forgot what you said on the 25th time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So by the time you get to the 50th time, oh, it's all over the place then. Oh, but the truth, bam, every time. Boom, every time. So that's when the scripture said the truth shall set you free. It sets you free from the bondage right. of trying to hold on to a lie. Y'all don't hear me. There you go. There you go. And it's almost like the word love. When you teaching that child love, even the 15 minutes you would, you love on as much as you can. They'll never forget the fact that when the time I'm with my daddy, he loved me. I don't care how much you keep me from my daddy. He loved me from that age. That little hour you get to visit, you visit with that hour, you love on as much as you can. Because later on in life, they go finish. Yeah. They go say, you know what? Hey, I I didn't get to see him that much. But every time I did see him, he told me he loved me. He showed me he loved me. Therefore, I know he loved me. You sure tell the truth. You sure tell the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Look, man, I'm going to tell you something else. I heard Darius Daniel say this the other day, and it changed my whole perspective on the word L, like taking losses. That's what he said. He said, a loss is not a loss if you learn the lesson. <laughs> so even if I lost, mm-hmm. it's not a loss if I, I learned the lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
if I learned the lesson, that was just a lesson exactly. period. It wasn't exactly. no loss. It, wasn't it was no just loss. a lesson. I was in school. Yeah. Man, when he said that, I was like, whoa, he done changed my whole mm-hmm. thought pattern. Yeah. Just by that little that little That's slow. He said, he said, he, he was talking about uh taking L. He said, we ain't taking no L this year. Right. He said, he said, an L is not an L if you didn't learn the lesson. Yes. The only way is an L if you didn't learn the lesson. There you go. But if you learned the lesson, you just was in, you just in school. There you go. <laughs> and I, I, I believe that right yeah, there, man. man. Yeah, everything man. I go through now is a lesson. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't take everything for granted. I don't take everything as you know against me. What I do know is this: I see it. If it wasn't for me, I can accept that. Mm-hmm. I accept that. Mm-hmm. So that's not a loss to me. Come on, that's just saying it just wasn't my time. It just wasn't my time to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, losses, you've got to know the success comes with losses. Man, in it, you know, we you know, we, we all do sports. We all like sports. You look at any great sports player from any era in any sport, he took a lot of L's, a lot of so-called losses before he got to them championship games. True. Took some losses, man, before he got to them games. True. You know what I'm saying? I don't watch them my whole career. Yeah, man. And I watch them dudes come up through the ranks and take a lot of losses. Yes. But eventually, they be standing on the podium saying, I first of all, I want to thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And yeah, then man. they go thanking their team because yeah. they done got that big W. You That's know true. what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We're going to lose a lot in this lifetime, man. And uh, I think the only rebound is the fact that you take it as a lesson. You know what I mean? You take it as a lesson. Mm-hmm. That's what it's got to be. Lose a lot. That's what it's got to be. You'll lose a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to me, I feel like, hey, if I lost, and you show me the love, then I ain't lose a lot. That is. That is. And again, and I picked up a nugget the next time I come this way. If I do take a hill, it won't be because of that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I won't do that move. You got to think, man, that's been undefeated since the There's no one undefeated person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. one undefeated person. I only know of one. Right. right. He's sitting at the right hand right now. Exactly. There you go. There you go. one undefeated person. Yes. Something, something, yes. man. Something, yes. man. Something. Yes. So that's when you that's when I said what Darius said makes so much sense. You got to flip that and just say, I was in school this year. <laughs> yeah, because you keep thinking about it, like, man, well, I took a lot of it's, it's, it's not it's not negating that it happened. Not negating that it happened, happened. right, right. So right. Your and protecting your mental health. That's protecting my brain. My brain. That's, that's an issue. Mm-hmm. My brain is a lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you think, okay, okay, so I'm what good. did I, and then you got, and then you got to process it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what did I get out of this? Wow. What did I get out of this? There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's been a good episode, man. It's been a good episode. John, thank you. Yeah, man. Thank y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all so yeah. much, bro. Yeah. Wow, man. You, you, man, you, you kind of shed a lot of light, man, just the stuff I'm dealing with. Hopefully, you can. Yes, um, man. Yes. Your story, man, just Last thing, man, before we get out, uh, John, do me a favor, man. We always do a beat on every guest, man. This shit get uh, this shit get drop a good uh, drop mic moment, if you will. Just give us somebody advice. They young boy, they young man, black, white, whatever person that you have a variety of different audience members. 
everybody knows that there's a As a black man, you are built on love. No matter how your day is going, somebody loves you. Mm. Somebody loves you. Mm -hmm. And if you can tell somebody you love them, it's going to be okay. You don't never know what somebody needs to hear Mm. uh, that's going to boost them through the day. Always be... Anything I can do for anybody, um, not only for our community, man, but for anybody that comes along. Sometimes you just might need, man, just a, a sit down and chat. Man, these guys right here, these good guys right here, hey, they willing to chat with you. I've learned a lot today, man. I appreciate y'all. And this is what we need right here. I feel the love up here. Praise God, man. I feel the love. Take this everywhere you go. It's okay to vent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay to feel. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And I guarantee you, man, keep God first. Everything else work out. I love it. You know, he kept saying the word love, but I know we on this Valentine thing. Well, and we have to understand, man, it's more to love than just saying it. Love is an action word. And I can say it all day long, but if I don't show you no love, then I don't feel no love. I'm just, just some words coming out your mouth, man. But when you, when the words match the action, oh, we got something then, man. My pastor say this a lot. He say this a lot, then we're going to get out of there. But he say this a lot. If my audio is not matching my video, that's a bad recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, that's a bad recording, dog. Yeah, you know what I'm no, saying? Ain't none of your stuff matching. You like I them old that. Chinese no, movies, man. You you talking and, and you and look the words coming out, but your mouth yeah. just catching up. Ain't none of this stuff matching, man. You know what I'm saying? So that. let make it match, man. Make that. make your words match what you what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Make it match, man. I guarantee somebody gonna catch on to that. They gonna want some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gonna want some of that, man. I'm gonna see that episode, man. I, I enjoy it. Every bit, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. We affectionately call them. Yeah, but yeah. We yeah, get yeah. into that. Yeah. Outside of him. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all notify him and know him to be John yeah. Cheryl, the yeah. CEO yeah. of the Fat Family. There you so go. So make sure y'all check in <laughs> with uh, Mr. Cheryl, man. Um, all of his contact information will be posted on all of our social media platforms episode so make sure y'all check in but again john thank you yeah appreciate y'all bro thank y'all so much just for being y'all open up the platform for me open up platform to better this foundation yes i love it man pop it is what it is nashville until next week it's a wrap black man don't get trapped